Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. What's up, Internet? It's Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for another episode of Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up show here on Ready Check Radio. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, as always, and we've got a lot of stuff to cover. A lot of new releases this week, some of which we'll actually be playing and have played. I know, it's... I know, I know. Settle down. If you're watching this on YouTube or on Spotify, head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O. Click on those socials in the upper right-hand corner. Give us a follow, a subscription, turn on those notifications, do all that stuff, and uh, yeah, tell your friends too. If you like what we do, that's the best way you can support us to let us know you'd like us to keep doing more of this stuff, this crazy stuff. We're doing the show live, as we always do, Saturday, 7 p.m., twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. Chat is with us, ready to chime in on a bunch of things, and so is Mr. Jason Winter. How are you, sir? So today is a very special anniversary for me. Oh, oh okay, okay. So uh, you, you and your partner, right? Typical no, anniversary? No, no. no, not that one. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, not not uh, an anniversary at MMO Bomb. No, no, uh, certainly not your anniversary here. We haven't hit one year yet, so <laughs> no. Uh, no, I'm out of guesses. Today, ten years ago, today was my first Twemo, my first podcast of any kind. Wow, June June twenty sixth, twenty eleven. Wow, I, I I thought about it like early this week. I was like, you know, I, that was like late June that year, wasn't it? So I go back, I look through my old emails, just my sent messages, the 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 incoming gets deleted, you know, regularly. But I looked at my sense, I was able to find some early communication, and then one of the responses was Twimo June 26th. So Sunday night it was, apparently. Wow. Well, can, congratulations. Yeah, I've been doing this crap ever since. I'm still doing it. I do it till I die. Oh, God. <laughs> also on the line, resident <laughs> artist of Ready Check Radio, Yod. How are you, sir? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there, you know, pretty well. Um, yeah, sounds like. Uh, it's been a long time. Someday <laughs> you'll be an old, bitter man like me. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's been a minute since I heard the name Twimo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I liked doing Twimo. I really liked Twimo. Uh, kind of challenging sometimes to come up with news, but <laughs> it was it's challenging sometimes to show up on time. But, yeah, you know. well, yeah. I mean, that was just kind of like a game breaker thing. <laughs> as uh, as I, I, I never even really got what. Why it was called Twimo this week in MMO? <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Q, I was always on time. Oh, was, we were always on time. It was Monsieur Gary who was quite often <laughs> not on time. Not on time. Uh, yeah, man, yeah. Oh, Twimo, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, we're going to talk about general gaming, and we will have some MMO stuff coming up. We have talked MMOs on this show before, and we will again. We got Sword of uh, Sword of the, what is it? Sword of Legends. Sword of yeah. Legends online. online. Yeah. That's launching solo. soon. Uh, now you know why it's called Solo Yod? Why is it called Solo? <laughs> you know what called the FBI? <laughs> anyway. 
Uh, and then, of course, we have New World coming out in August. So we've got some high-profile MMOs coming out that won't be swallowed up by Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast on Tuesday, or uh, the Relic Grind, the Square Enix podcast on Thursday. So, of course, they will come here. Uh, we've talked about both of them before. And, uh, yeah, next uh, two months, a little exciting on the MMO front. But... This last week has been a little weird, and honestly, if, you're, if you've been following what we're going to talk about first, this has been going on for a while now. It's just, just kind of bit. culminated lately. So we've been talking a lot about, in the past, on how we, you know, it was leaked, Jason, that they were going to be Silent Hill-type announcements in E3. Uh, and then, obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, prior to that, there were thoughts that the, what was it, the Game Awards, there was going to be talk of Silent Hill uh, development there. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen. So there's been some leaks that have kept Silent Hill in the news. The speculation behind the scenes leading through all that was that Kojima uh, Productions was involved again after having left Konami and having Silent Hills canceled. And uh, that Sony was kind of playing mediator between Konami and Kojima Productions to make it happen. And that was all, like, well and good. But as you kept going forward, another company kind of entered the fray. Hmm. And now, depending on how much of a conspiracy theorist you are, they may actually be a legitimate company working on a totally unrelated title, or they're a front for Kojima Productions working on Silent Hill. And that has kind of been the speculation that's been going wild for a few weeks now, fueled by some smaller things that have been happening for the last few months. So if you don't know about Abandoned, that is an upcoming indie horror game for the PlayStation 5 being developed by a company called Blue Box Game Studios. All right, so there's that. We've seen some mm -hmm. teaser trailers and stuff like that. We were supposed to get a like a trailer app demo. Yeah, get your foil tinfoil hats ready here. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> we were supposed to see that yesterday. It ended up getting delayed until August. So... Before we kind of take this chronologically, because if Blue Box is indeed its own independent company, I don't think they've done themselves any favors with some of the <laughs> actions they have taken uh, along this whole hype train. Jason, how do you feel about this whole situation on Silent Hill itself? Weeks and months of speculation, no announcement yet, but it's still going on. How do I feel about the the game as a whole or just the, the connection to blue box uh, kind of both kind of both and we're going to go through the the specific blue box stuff so just your general overtones right now i mean I, i've never played i think i played a little bit of like the first silent hill back on ps1 or something like that but it's never been a series i followed intensely so i wasn't really aware of much of anything until i actually saw earlier this week we're going to talk about a tweet about the guy saying i'm real i saw that come up on my, on my twitter board and i was like what the heck is this crap <laughs> And then, then, I, then I see the notes you're talking about it in the, in the gaming gumbo notes, and I'm like, what? Come on. So I look into it, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then I look at some of the stuff, and I'm like, well. All right. Now, don't, don't go any further, because well, we are going to cap this off with what each of us thinks is going on. Just want to yeah. get your initial impressions here, young. Uh, that's my, my initial impression was, well? <laughs> <laughs> so, so first of all, 
do we have a cork board? Right. With all, all the pictures. <laughs> get, get out the yarn. And the, guy the with yarn the... and the, the pins, you know, going all over the place. We, we need one of those. Uh, <laughs> we do not, but I'll show you somewhere that there's plenty of room to hang a cork board. Okay. Um, right the back behind of that guy right there. <laughs> Personally, I played the first game way back when, and I didn't have a save card at the time. I was in college, and I was renting out this house in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where the walls didn't really meet the floors. Hmm. So, <laughs> it's a little bit of a creepy house, so, and so I had to play the game. So you lived in Silent Hill. Exactly. Say, that sounds like a horror game all by itself right <laughs> exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it was a fun experience there. Um, I kept tabs on the games. I liked the story that they, they weave through all of it. Watched both of the movies. Um, the first one of which was really messed up. The, my friend and I had watched it. We watched it late at night. And afterwards, we had to watch uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin to get it out of our brains before we could go to bed. <laughs> she said 40, but, by the way. That's not four. Yes. Just for 40. Four, four is zero. <laughs> but uh, I'm not one to go and seek out little rumors and little tidbits hoping to get something. If it comes out, it comes out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know? All right, so without without getting into your final thoughts on this, right? What do you think of like the whole shebang so far? And we're gonna take our viewers step by step through it in a second here, but just your I general. I think there's thought. a, I think there's a lot of people out there with a with a lot of time under hands. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're I, you're, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Everybody, I'm just gonna drink Jason, my water. Jason just let's, let's goes. Keep going. Well, well, and Yad finishes it up with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, we've got uh, this from Mad Martha. Thank you, Mad Martha, so that we can properly discuss what we're talking. Move my camera on top of that there, yeah. <laughs> right, so we can properly discuss what we're talking about here so okay this all started uh let's say june 9th ish now there were already the rumors and the leaks that never happened but Hideo kojima tweets on june 9th a picture of two books that he i guess is reading or whatever uh and the tweet reads Thanks, Harper Books. The Silent Wife by Karen Slaughter, the latest in the Will Trent series. The last window was kidnapping action. I'm going to assume that that's a translation thing. Uh, and then there's Joe Hill's story, a short story full throttle. He's much more interesting in both in short stories than in long ones. Looking forward to both of them. I don't know if I'm... Uh, Joe Hill that I necessarily want to be told I'm more interesting in short stories than in long ones, but both Silent and Hill represented in both books. Okay. Now we move forward a little more. June 15th, Blue Box puts up a tweet. Now this tweet is gone. You can't find this anymore except using like Wayback Machine. <laughs> and it reads, guess the name Abandoned, which is the name of their, their game, their project that they're working on, equals first letter s last letter l reveal closing in hashtag ps5 hashtag exclusive first letter s 
Last letter, L. Super monkey ball. <laughs> Very good, Jason. Very, I think you have decoded it. I think you have decoded it right there. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, there are a lot of other things that the internet, I mean, the internet has gone tinfoil crazy on this one, right? Uh, oh, yeah. And, and pulled a bunch of, like, really small and vague, stupid stuff. But there was an Instagram post from Hideo Kojima where he appeared to be holding up a blue box. And at 49 seconds in Abandon's April teaser trailer, the letters P and T are graffitied, graffitied into some rocks. Of course, maybe, possibly referencing the previous demo back on the PlayStation 4. PT, or Play, it's PlayStation 3 now. Oh, my God. It is PlayStation 3, isn't no, it? No, PlayStation 4. Is it 4? PT I don't know. It's been PC, so long. It's out 4 because I have it right there across the room from me. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I still have it installed. Nice. So... Is Blue Box actually a front for Kojima, who, let's let's be honest, is is not above flat out lying uh, to build hype for for things. We've seen the dumber side of things where he came out with you know bandages all over his face, uh, and then we've seen some really oddball stuff with Death Stranding as it was going on there. This didn't get any better, right? Blue Hole did. Or Blue Box, Blue sorry. Box. <laughs> Blue Box. No, let's not get them involved. Yeah, let's too. not yeah. get them involved. Blue Box <laughs> did try to come out and say, this. it's not us. We, are, we don't have anything to do with this. Mm -hmm. A couple of mm -hmm. different times. But then they kept doing stupid stuff. Okay? Like, they did put up another thing on social media. Company fact. Blue doesn't refer to the color. It refers to something else. Can you guess it? Tweeted on June 17th. So the rumors start building. Jeff Keighley gets asked about it on Twitter. He's vague as all hell, saying, hey, you know, I'm going to get to see what they're working on. I think you're going to be very excited uh, in, in a whole video. Talking about Hassan, the leader at uh, Blue Box, he says Hassan's been really eager. I think to share more with you in the coming months, so stay tuned to my Twitter. I think there's more to share on that game soon, and we'll all find out together. He then did another tweet where he said, I honestly don't think this is what you guys think it is. Uh, and then, of course, we got to get Jason Schreier on the case, Jason. Like, Jay yeah, that, absolutely. That's the man you put on the case. And so Jason <laughs> yeah, Schreier starts kind of digging into it on, uh, on his social media. I'm just catching up on the abandoned Hideo Kojima, Silent Hill, ARG conspiracy, and it's truly incredible. I personally couldn't care less about Silent Hill, but I sure do hope this is real. He did some more investigation into Blue Box, the company. And he said, after several hours going down the rabbit hole, I'm no longer 100% convinced it's Kojima. Could very, very well be someone crafting all these coincidences to build buzz. And he went and cited, like, Blue Box as a number of previous projects that were tried to be crowdfunded. They didn't really work out. Uh, on June 18th, Blue Box answered their blue question, saying the correct answer is best level user experience. It stands for unique gameplay interactions with unparalleled user experiences. Okay. Are you with me so far? <laughs> oh, no. we'll me keep so going anyway. Far? Sort of. Because then Hassan had to, uh, Hassan, and I'm, I'm, I apologize if I mispronounced this, Kamaran, uh, the game director at Blue Box for Abandon did come out and put up a video on the 22nd of June on their Twitter saying, you know, basically, I'm real. 
<laughs> I'm a real person. <laughs> I am here. Mm. This is I just wanted to do a really quick video to show myself that I am a real person and I'm not really associated with Hideo Kojima. I'm not an actor. I'm not working on that, Silent Hill. That um, sounds like something an actor would say. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take things somebody working for Hideo Kojima would say for 500. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly, Mad Martha. I exist. I'm a person. I exist. I'm not a number. And they said, we're going to uh, release an app that is basically an interactive trailer for Abandoned on June 25th. And you'll see that, you know, we're not, we're not, uh, we don't have anything to do with this, with Silent Hill. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, that got delayed. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That got delayed. So yesterday said, sorry. It's just not ready. We're gonna reveal the this thing in August when we already have a, uh, a a trailer set to release. So we'll just release them simultaneously uh, in August. Now there are a whole slew of other small, really like tangential things that I think people are you know stretching to make work here, uh, including like demon blood showing up in. Uh, a number of Twitters. So this guy played a game that isn't in the PS Store that's using Siren Head as an image. You know, stuff like that. So it just keeps going, it keeps going, it keeps going. And that's where we're kind of at today. So Jason, taking it all, putting it all together, what are your thoughts? And then give me your final verdict. One, are we going to see a Silent Hill? That's rumors we've been talking about on this show for months now. And two, is Blue Box a front slash partner slash whatever with Kojima Productions working on said excuse me said Silent Hill? First, I think yes, we will see a Silent Hill announcement, whatever at some point. I would guess if it's going to happen because we know Kojima and Jeff Keighley are such good pals. Maybe at the Game Awards in November, his his real showdown there or the Whatever the, is that what they, what do they call the the, is that what they yeah. just call it the game the awards? Game yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So that's what it would be then. I think it's going to be then, if any time, because he's been, he and like other sources have kind of indicated that we've talked about this on various other shows before, and he had a little tweet and other little nods and so forth. I think he is working on something like that, and I think that will happen, at some point, possibly right around right around. Okay, then. so you say so far, you say yes to Silent Hill and yes, Kojima is involved. Yeah, okay. I say yes to both. Blue box. For the other part, I think Jason Schreier actually summed this up perfectly. He, he said in a tweet, "Is it, the ultimate question: Is this secretly a Hideo Kojima production or an indie developer who promised the world? They're talking about the whole shebang of everything, or an indie develop, developer who promised the world, got caught up in a whirlwind of coincidences and conspiracies, and may now be scrambling to figure out what to do next?" And I lean more towards the second part of that, because. Yeah, the, the biggest coincidence that I saw when I saw it on one of the articles linked to me was that Hideo and Kardemon are Japanese and Turkish for the same word. Yeah. For, they're both the same for hero. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, if I was going to invent a random person, <laughs> sure, uh... I'd be clever and given that. I'd call him, you know, I'm not Jason Winter. I'd call him, you know, ice or cold or something like whatever, you know, or something like that in a different language or whatever. So, yeah, that's how I'd be clever about it. But, yeah, I sort of think, because you talked about how... um. One of the other things Jason Schreier talks about is this guy is mysterious funders, but he's not talking about, but he, you know, they're talking about how they're going to have these amazing qualities in their videos in their game or whatever. 
And I looked at their old Kickstarter for the game they tried to put out uh, in 2015, which first of all was the first the first chapter of that, according to that, was called Abandoned. So possibly there's a little link there that he's you know taking that part of it and putting it into the new game. And that happens sometimes, right? Sure, You're working sure. on a game and you end up with like the first two levels is a really better idea than the entire mm-hmm. freaking game. Because he wanted like what was it, twenty thousand dollars, and got like two hundred or something like that. So yeah, or euros rather, but still. So obviously didn't do that a little well. bit. Yeah, this, this, hey, look at the stretch goals they have, and they're all in euros as well. The stretch goals are ten thousand mocap, twenty thousand improved AI, thirty thousand Project Morpheus, improved Oculus Rift, forty-five thousand improved mocap, and I'm like, you're trying to get this stuff for an extra ten grand. Like you're, you're don't ask is... me how I know this, <laughs> but you can get decent, you know, not like triple A EA or Activision Blizzard or whatever those big financial dogs, but you could get mocap suit and software, okay, and camera for twenty five hundred dollars. But then you have to pay the actors too, and they have to implement it in your game. Don't ask me how I know then... that, and I know that that is the sure. current price on the market. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just pointing because out that- maybe this past Friday or Thursday or Friday, I was like, I wonder how much a motion capture suit was. And maybe I should get one for no freaking reason whatsoever. Not, I'm not working like on a game where I need, I'm working on a game, but not one where I need mocap. But yeah, I was like $2,500. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is he seems optimistic. The, the This Carter man guy. And I think that's kind of rolled into it. I think he thought... I'll piggyback on this, get a little extra, and it'll be really cool. And oh god, what has happened? All right, all right. I saw someone else compare him to Sean Murray and some other thing in terms of like hyping things up. So I'm like, yeah, I can maybe see that a little bit. So yeah, that's where I think it lies. I think I think it is more in the sense that he he took the tiger by the tail and is getting bit by it a little bit, if you want to put it that way. Yod, where do you sit in there? Do we see Silent Hill? Is Kojima oh, involved? For, and first of all, Blue first Box? of all, first of all. Are are we starting a gaming company? Is that what's going on here? We are not. Because we we, not. we know enough people that know the softwares, but we, that's besides. We definitely okay. do. Speaking <laughs> of being way too optimistic, that would be us if we started a game company. <laughs> it would be the most but, pessimistic game company ever. Oh yeah, totally. If I was like, hey, I'm working on a game. I want to bring you all on. We want to help out, Jason. I'd like to have you there. To all of a sudden, it'd be the most pessimistic game ever. <laughs> like I would never have to worry about go over going over budget or anything because Jason would just be like, no, we're not doing that. No, no. Because I know that. some character riggers and some character modelers. <laughs> if Burn needs me to invest in mocap, I'm game. If you want to buy me a fucking mocap suit, you go buy me a mocap suit. Yeah, I'm not gonna stop um, anybody from doing it. I was like, that is I, surprisingly I, affordable. <laughs> I, I believe Faye went to school for background textures. Oh yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I know we, who to we, hit up. Don't you worry yeah, about that. We, Don't you worry we, about that. We got the people. I do the coding uh, and the, that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're good. Anyway, back to what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> back to Silent Hill. Next stream, uh, I'm on a, I'm in a mocap suit. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Yad. So I, I think, I think Sony needs to do something with Silent Hill as a exclusive. So I, I think they're gonna work something out eventually. Might not be this year might be next year might be when ps5s are actually available you know like according to end game i think avengers end game i think it was what 2025 2026 or something like that it will be available to everyone <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I think i think there will eventually be a silent hills out there it's too it's it's too uh ripe an ip not to do something all right is kojima involved 
Maybe. Oh, that all, you I think, little wuss. I, 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 think, <laughs> I think that all depends on Sony. Look, we've got it all Sony... mapped here. Look at the image. We have all the lines. <laughs> I you should know be able you to answer this question mapped. yes or no. <laughs> I, I know we have it all mapped, but it depends upon if they can hammer out a deal between Kojima and Konami. Because there was bad blood there. Oh, the ton of it, yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, the initial and, rumors were that Sony was, like, divorce attorney there. Right, and and as far as I know, Kojima wasn't the original person that created Silent Hill, right? No, he was ab- absolutely not. No, right. no, no. We're going to so talk about that Silent person Hill. next, actually. <laughs> right, but so there, there was Silent Hill before Kojima, so there can technically be Silent Hill after Kojima. Um, All right, so the, if, if you're going to do a maybe, you got to give me at least a percentage. Percentage Kojima is involved. 75. Okay, 75%. so more in favor of him joining the series. So that's yeah. a strong maybe. Yeah. You're yeah, more in favor of him he, being involved than not. Right, right, because right, he, he does seem to enjoy the world, the IP, because of how much he put into PT. Yeah. Just playing that little bit, yeah, bit PT of was what he wanted to do. Yeah, he, he put a lot of heart and soul into that. So... Strong, maybe. All right, final blue box. Are they involved, or is it just bad circumstances or bad jumping on a PR train and kind of screwing yourself like Jason thinks? I, I, I'm i agreeing with Jason there. I, I think the guy wanted to be mysterious. The fans took it that way, and he went, hey, that can build up hype for me. And then went, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> so, yeah. All yeah. Right. I, I, I'm going to go with... 100% we're going to see a Silent Hill. And I'm even going to go on a limb and say 100% we hear something about it, an official announcement-wise, before the end of the year. Jason, I know that that also coincides with yeah. your scheduling as far as when we would hear something, too. Um, two, I'm going to go with 100% Kojima is involved. 100%. Now, okay. is he full developing and producing and all that stuff like he's done with metal gear solid or with i, I don't know but he's 100 percent involved in a not uh trivial way he'll he'll him he will be involved in a, in a pretty big way on the third front if blue box has nothing to do with silent hill and kojima productions and any project thereof uh then honestly you've done it to yourself because you really, you done screwed up. I actually hope they are not involved because I feel like while I can appreciate clever marketing and clever hype building and Kojima's usually been pretty good at it with a few gaffes here and there that were kind of hokey or whatever, uh, I feel like when you start downright lying, you're not building hype. And now all these people have come out and said, no, they're not involved. No, we're not working together. No, 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 no. Like, if you are, then there just should have been no reply. Not trying to come out and say, nope, 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 we're not. Uh, right. No, we're not. Yeah, right. Wink, but, wink, but wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But to be mysterious. Is yeah. the thing. They, they still want to be mysterious and build hype for their game. Right. And I can In appreciate Bluebox trying to jump on a little bit of a hype train for a smaller company. You know, you, you see that all the time, right? Uh, I, I can't begrudge them that, but it doesn't always work. So I'm going to go with I hope they're not involved. 
only because I have a problem with hype becoming flat out lies and then haha surprise. That right. doesn't feel great. So we shall see. And I'm sure Jason has recorded all of our <laughs> predictions. <laughs> sure to go wrong. Of course. Uh, so that on a future show we can be uh, told exactly how dumb we were, particularly <laughs> me. Uh, meanwhile, in other Silent Hills, <laughs> in other Silent Hills, uh, just in case you haven't been keeping an eye on key players in the Silent Hill franchise, which maybe you haven't, it has been a while, uh, there is a little bit of hubbub coming from, uh, coming out of uh, Kichiro Toyama, who is actually is the creator of Silent Hill, uh, and a company that he is working with uh, called Boken, uh, Boca Game Studios, and they're making a game called Focus. And I'm showing you a little bit of like a teaser thing that they put up. There really isn't a whole lot on this one yet. There's your mocap. Yeah, there's mocap. There's my mocap. That's why. That's, I that's, a, that's actually Mike under all that. Thing. It is. It is. It's 100% me. Uh, 100% me. Now this is a horror type experience. We don't know exactly what, but the team is saying that the new horror project will mess with the player's mind. It will be choice driven in a way that will challenge the player to second guess their actions, especially when weighing in the sacrifice system. Every consequence is designed to make the player feel it both emotionally and narratively. The impact will be profound and a constant force that players of this adventure will feel every step of the way. So this feels like more in the like a psychological vein than the actiony vein of a you know a Silent Hill or a Resident Evil, but it is from the original creator of Silent Hill, Jason. So you remotely interested? You you're not really a Silent Hill guy, but does maybe going a little more psychologically do it for you? When they talk about having consequences that are, you know, going to make them be important and all that sort of thing, I think of, um, what are they called? Dark Pictures? Uh, is uh, that what the, they're called? Yeah, the Dark dark uh, dark Pictures Anthology, I think it is. Dark, dark Something Anthology. Dark Something Anthology. Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. That's maybe what I think of. That's maybe going to be along that line with a very strong narrative feel to it and with choices that matter and all that and that sort of thing. That, that could be something I could get more into. I like those kind of like decision-making games more so than just the go around and whack shoot zombies kind of stuff. So if it's like that, <laughs> then I could more says feel, i.e. you won't see anything. It's easier to draw an enemy you don't see. <laughs> we were talking. So, if there's one thing I know about Silent Hill, it's that everything is misty. <laughs> Everything's oh, yeah. foggy. So, yeah, you, but mist. you never see anything. So yeah, maybe that's how it's going to be. But yeah, if it's more along like that, like that, if it's more along the dark pictures kind of feel, then it could be something I'd be interested in. Yod. It sounds like a game that I'm going to enjoy watching someone play, <laughs> but in no no way, shape, or form do I want to be playing that Yod myself. watched every minute of my playthrough <laughs> of Resident Evil Village. Yes, which was a lot of fun. Lot it was of fun. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It's definitely something I'm going to play. I'm a, I'm a huge Silent Hill fan, uh, so something from the creator of is definitely something I'm going to check out. Um I will say, since we brought up Dark Pictures Anthology and, uh, you know, Until Dawn and, and that whole 
vein uh, genre of games. I, I, I enjoyed Until Dawn. I did play it all the way through, I think twice, just to trigger some different endings and th see things like that and find out how much your choices really didn't matter. Um, <laughs> besides, you know, the wrong choice at the exact only one opportunity to get somebody killed. And then uh, I, I played the, what was it, Man of Madon, I think was one of the, it was yeah, the first yeah. one or the second one of the Dark Pictures. That was the second, that was second one. It's the second yeah. one. Uh, and it just, it, the, that, I, I was hyped for the Dark Pictures anthology, and the first and the second just didn't do it for me. So I don't really, we saw, what, the third one at E3, and I'm not really interested. So we'll see. I, I don't know. I'm willing to give, a, put them, give them a little bit of a flyer just because of, who they are we'll see well you know it, it was e3 not not many things there were very exciting <laughs> true <laughs> it has been a pretty busy release uh week and announcements of release dates week two uh now i know not all of us have played every single one of these games but uh, we have been watching streams. We have been doing a little bit of research, looking at other people's reviews and things like that for the things that we have not played ourselves. Uh, and if anything, we say we want to addend in a week or two after you know people have had their hands on things. Of course, we'll be back to do that. But I mean, you know, gentlemen, what we're starting with. You absolutely know what we're Gee, starting with because this was not a drill. Gentlemen, <laughs> yesterday was the day. Tamora Hussein's uh, uh, review playing there for your uh, graphical B-roll pleasure, so credit where due. Yesterday was Mario Golf Day. Right here, baby. I streamed it yesterday. We played a bunch of the... There's like an, a little RPG slash, you know... Uh, series with your me uh, teaching you the game, but then going through tournaments and ranking up and stuff like that. Uh, in addition to the actual normal game modes as far as golf and battle golf and uh, cross-country golf and all kinds of great stuff. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I love this. <laughs> uh, it is getting rated very high. I have gripes. I do have gripes. I, I will say that Mario Golf... Uh, probably gets a little bit of a pass on some things when it comes to certain reviewers and maybe a lot of reviewers uh, because it's a Mario golf game. What the hell else do you want from it? I will tell you some of the textures in this game fucking suck. I mean, some of them are just horrible. If you, oh, need, yeah. to, if you need to see it, go to my stream when I'm doing uh, yesterday's VOD of the stream when I'm playing the cross-country portion with my me character and I'm walking up towards a wall so that I can climb up this, like, cliffside to get to my ball. I mean, it, it doesn't look good from far away. So imagine what it looks like when your character gets right up on it. Mm -hmm. It controls just fine. It does everything it's supposed to for golf. Battle golf is a tremendous mode. Is it, I can't wait to get into that more. But if I got to give it, like, a 1 to 10, it's probably only coming in at a 7.5 to an 8. Uh, I wanted this to be a nine. I definitely did. There's a lot of cool, clever stuff here. A lot of cool power shots and things like that that you're not going to see in, you know, Tiger Woods or the Golf Club, which are tremendous games in their own rights. Uh, it is a lot of fun. The racing mode, I'm not too much of a fan of. It's kind of boring. But the battle golf mode is tremendously awesome. That mode alone uh, is worth it's 
a, a game. That's all we're seeing now in the little arena. Yeah, in the arena. So there's holes all over the arena. Yeah. And when you sink in one, that hole disappears. So hmm. anybody that was previously aiming towards that hole now has to start firing in a different direction to go to a different one. Uh, and then there's all kinds of power-ups and stuff. It, that is a really clever and fun game mode uh, for a golf game. And then you can interfere with people's ball and their lie and everything. I like it. Uh, I'm a fan of golf games in general. I know Jason is as well. We've played a few of them together through the years. Uh, I still to this day One. hear about that sign <laughs> that I just clobbered on a stream. Uh, this does scratch the itch for me. I do enjoy it, but I feel like there was a little bit of lazy in some design <laughs> aspects when it comes to the visual fidelity of the game. So I'll give it Did a seven Yoshi and a half. Did Yoshi just eat eight. something, poop out an egg, and yes. tail flip it away? Yes. yes. That's what Yoshi does. He eats something, poops out eggs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mad Martha only has two problems with this game, the Mario bit and the golf bit. So uh, <laughs> this one might not be for you, Mad Martha. <laughs> this, this one might not be for you. What would you guys think? Yeah, so, I'm, I'm, I'm with Mad Martha. Sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. It looks fun, but uh, yeah. Mario and golf don't really do it for me. So Yeah, if you're not into golf, period, like I don't play golf in real life, but I do enjoy video game golf. That comes from uh, you know, bonding with my dad. We figured out a golf game together uh, that we rented from far more entertainment uh, <laughs> back in the day on the Super Nintendo, and it didn't come with a direction book. So you know there's a nostalgia to golf games even though right. i'm not a golfer myself so if yeah i mean if you're not into mario or you're not into golf then this is a total swing and a miss for you totally understandable what about you jason so i watched a review and it might have been this video because it's looking a little familiar but is this the ign guy um i actually don't remember whatever anyway so i watched that video and he had the exact opposite reaction to you he liked the racing part the the speed golf and he hated the arena. And I could see why he hated the arena, being that it's meant that you're supposed to try to avoid people. And I could see how that's not the greatest thing to try to do in an interactive game. So that part of it I get. Even But even the racing thing, and I, wa I watched a streamer for like half an hour earlier today, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of neat. You're running around, you're golfing, but I don't know. It, it didn't look like it was something that I'd be really that into. Really? Like, I don't know. Really? I think I, I think maybe I just lean more towards a slightly more realistic form of golf. I don't know. I like golf. I like Mario Kart. I don't like kind of the mixture of the two, I guess. All right. All right. All right. So I'm the only one that like this one. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah. That's why they make different games. That's why I made <laughs> But you still need to catch up on Mario Tennis, Prismind. I love Mario Tennis. Smash Ace is, is such a great game. Uh, Scarlet Nexus. Scarlet Nexus. So this is... Right here. Uh, for the PS5, this is by uh, Bandai Namco. We've been kind of watching this one, mentioning it a few times on the show as we go. Very, very anime uh, combat, in uh, anime style combat, uh, kind of in a, an action-y vein. RPG is absolutely mad, Martha. It is very, very anime. Uh, crazy-ass combat abilities where you're just grabbing parts of the environment and throwing oh, yeah, them at yeah. your enemies and shit like that. Now, this, I will say, I have not gotten a chance to play yet because I baked myself in the sun all day today. 
uh, doing yard work. You're, <laughs> you're Scarlet. I am. I'm going to be. Look, <laughs> well, you can't see it in the camera. Um, I'm looking forward to playing this, though, and we will be streaming this on Ready Check Radio. This will probably be our Wednesday stream at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern on Wednesday, since Monday we do uh, Final Fantasy trading card game stuff. So if you want to check it out, I'll be starting it brand new on Wednesday. I have watched reviews for it, though, and it is kind of exactly what I was worried about when we talked about it. I like Code Vein uh, and stuff like that, so I was looking forward to this one. I have a feeling, and we've talked about this in the past, that it was going to be very, very cool combat, uh, and then probably a very shallow pool as far as like story and stuff like that goes. And that seems to be the general consensus of reviews. I'm going to withhold an opinion on it just because I haven't had my hands on it yet, uh, and I'm going to. I would give you an opinion if I didn't intend to touch it, but we'll see on Wednesday from me if you want to get some early impressions. Come hang out with us 7 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv uh, slash readycheckradio. What do you got for this one, Jason? The review I read said the story was surprisingly good. Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, mate, I'll, hopefully I'll be surprised. Hopefully yeah, but yeah, I watched someone surprised. play it for a while. I watched a, watched a video or watched a stream of somebody, and it did look pretty cool. The combat looked really neat and stylish. I liked being able to telekinetically grab stuff and toss them at the enemies, which was kind of bad when he was, the guy was fighting a boss and they did that to him. So, yeah, but of, of the three games we were going to talk about here, this is the one that I think looks the coolest to me, the one I'd be most likely to try out. Yacht? This has got to be right yeah. up your alley as far as like presentation and art style because it is tremendous oh, yeah. on those fronts. Yeah, yeah, the the art style looks really nice. I, I watched a little bit of some reviews on it, and it 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 looks like a lot of fun. And you know, I I didn't really get that into the story, but um, because it was just reviews, it wasn't you know anything like a playthrough or anything like that. So, but the the playstyle looked neat. The the moves that you can do and things like that looked awesome. The the art style the models and stuff look really good if i had a playstation 5 sure yeah i'd, I'd get it well, right it's away. available for others yeah i just oh, i bought it, it on okay. the, the ps5 because why okay, not okay. you know if i have the five I might <laughs> yeah, as well. yeah you, you got that thing exactly yeah but it is available on other platforms too including okay. the playstation 4 i believe okay okay so yeah i might you know check it out later quick then. double check to make sure that the ps4 yeah the yeah. ps4 version yeah. is, is a thing it is a thing all right yeah You'll just watch the anime. All right, fair enough, Ninja. We'll talk about other games that are new on PS4 later. <laughs> uh, okay. So generally pretty positive, unless you just didn't like Mario or golf, then you were out on that one. But now we get to... <laughs> wow. You're already you're just building up already. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance. Credit to ACG Carrick uh, on YouTube. One of my favorite... YouTube video game reviewers, uh, please go check it out. This is actually a snippet from a video after he did his review of Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance. This is like a three-minute video of just like showcasing some of the goofy in the game. So when you see bodies just sliding whee, off a cliff like that, <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, so That's not our d, &D Dark Alliance. Well, he's making references <laughs> to oh, okay. Oh, other okay, games. Okay, I see. I it's see. like a three-minute video of him talking about like how, what can you do as a player when these things come out incomplete? And he does make okay. the Mass Effect Andromeda comparison and some other comparisons. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've actually played this one too. 
uh, via Game Pass, so I did not spend a dime for it. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and everybody that watches this show every week knows that I was pretty excited about that, uh, about Dark Alliance. I liked the multiplayer aspect. I looked forward to like, hey, Jason, let's go, you know, kill some shit. Do you want to be, uh, who do you want to be? Because I'm going to be Drizzt, so you got to pick somebody else. Um, Edgelord. <laughs> unfortunately, there is some minor fun to be had here if you are playing in a group. There are some things going on with different bosses and stuff like that that it can be fun. Uh, don't play it alone. Don't play it. You can, but don't. And I think IGN said that too. Don't. Uh, just don't. Uh, the bosses, just they just become absolute nightmares when you're alone, and they can just solely focus on you. Um, the combat is just not impactful. The sound design on combat is just a little off. You know, some things just don't feel as strong or as swingy as they should. Uh, not to mention the number of times I have comboed myself right off a cliff is just absolutely staggering. The way I'm like swinging at an enemy and all of a sudden I slide and I can't break the animation and I just slide straight off a cliff. <sighs> I wanted See, to like there, this. There, I wanted there might to be like some this. pathing issues going on is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> I wanted to like this an awful lot. I wanted to like this an awful lot. It needs some work. It needs some time. It needs some patches. There is fun to be had there. Uh, it is a, you know, grind out and get some loot. You know, I like that type of stuff, but I can't recommend this one right now. Maybe like in a six month after a few patches type thing, we can, we can talk, play it on game pass. Uh, if you don't have game pass, skip it, skip it, skip it. And maybe look at it six or eight months and see if they've done anything with it or if they've abandoned it. Uh, yeah, kind of rough, kind of rough. Just Flat out feels incomplete to me, Jason. My vote is abandoned. That's where it'll be in six to eight. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's certainly possible. I, I watched a couple hours of a streamer playing it, and to be honest, I didn't think it was the complete pile of crap that I thought it might be. Yeah. But it just wasn't anything exciting about it. Like I watched them, they they went around, they killed stuff, they hit things. They one of the cool one of the things I saw and someone mentioned is like, why is there no wizard in this game? Why is there no magic user? Right three melee guys and an archer it's like well, why not D D? do have a wizard slinging spells or even a cleric doing stuff or whatever but no, they kind just, of it just looked blah yeah playable decent he had a group say the four people say they're having fun kind of but yeah, yeah i agree i just wouldn't recommend it there's definitely some fun to ha abandon no that's we just <laughs> talked about that blue box yes. <laughs> blue box do this game too oh my god there we go <gasps> Silent Hill confirmed right here. You heard it on this show. Uh, there is some fun to be had, you know, just wailing, wailing away on enemies with some friends, but not enough in my case. Uh, Yod, I, I don't. Yod, do you have Game Pass? I know Jason doesn't. Do I, you? I do not. You I do, do not, not have either. Game okay. Pass. So you I haven't don't checked have this any... out, I assume. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Well, it's only I've... forty bucks if you want to go. I read the reviews, <laughs> so no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. It. it it does really seem like if you're really into that story and drift, sure. Uh, the it, story it, isn't that great either. It's, uh, it's just like run of the mill generic. 
like I said, story. really into that story, that 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 world, the the um, I can't remember which one Dark Alliance comes from. Uh, Probably uh, Neverwinter. Yeah, Ice, the Icewind, Icewind Dale Icewind Icewind. Uh, world. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, it, if you're really into that, then take a look at it. But like you said, if you have Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. If not, wait six months down the line if they decide to fix it. If not, pick up Game Pass, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, the the story in this game focuses around the battles of Icewind Dale. Right. Um, so if you if you like that yeah. particular storyline, yeah, yeah, Dark Alliance is from the Forgotten Realms, but the storyline in right. this game is specific to around Icewind Dale and the Crystal and and all that stuff. Right, but uh, Forgotten Realms has a really, really big following. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Thing, so. Absolutely. Yeah. So. So yeah, if, yeah. if you're into that, yeah. Here we yeah. go. Here we go. How That's about it. let's let's do let's do uh here comes a release date, here comes a release <laughs> date. We've talked about things that have released. Here comes a release date for everybody. Aliens Fire Team. Oh. Excuse me. Wait. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I did not mean to mislabel this game. Hmm. Aliens Fireteam Elite now. They have changed the name to give you yes. that elite at the end of it. Uh, is going to be released on August 24th. So two months for that. They're gonna go they're going right up after New World. I mean <laughs> they're going going right after New World. So sure if, they are. if yeah, exactly. If you want to get into fire teams of three or AI teammates, if you need to, as uh, Colonial Marines and go take on a PVE adventure uh, set 23 years after the original film trilogy, why we're even pretending Alien Three was a thing is beyond me <laughs> at this point. And I'm a huge Alien fan, but yeah. Uh, so if you want to check that out, that will be coming out August 24th. I'm still looking mildly forward to this one, tempered because it's aliens and I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten burnt five out of the last six times. Isolation was good and that was about it. Uh, you can pre-order the game now. I think it's like 40 bucks if you want the the basic version of it. And people just commented on uh, a few episodes ago guys that yes they do on youtube we have comments uh by all means put them there you know helps the algorithm uh anyway and we'd like to hear from you they do want to see the three of us play this they do want to see the during a show they do want to see the three of us play um rainbow six uh what is it extraction uh yeah previously quarantine they do want to see us yeah. play that as well on a show so whichever ones that you guys are going to buy let me know we'll make that happen if any of them i can't make them buy them gang and i wouldn't ask them to do that if they want to buy them and we'll we'll play together great uh, but you viewers can by donating to the channel the donation <laughs> button is live now actually i stayed yeah. nobody knows that because <laughs> i left it off uh while we started the channel i didn't want anybody clicking donate on readycheckradio.com with like no shows up. It's been like six months now. We've got a very consistent schedule. I felt okay turning that button on. So that is that is on now, uh, if you feel so inclined. But really, if you just take a minute to follow all the socials, we'll love you enough for that too. Uh, Phil Spencer had an awful lot to say this week uh, on the Xbox front, on the Xbox front. 
So first off, I'm just going to give you all three of these, and you guys can give me your general take on them. So first off, okay. uh, Phil Spencer is saying, hey, you know, Fable, uh, upcoming Fable game, is in good hands, very happy with it, uh, and can't wait for everybody to see it. He says, the only thing I can really say about Fable is seeing the pedigree of the team and playground and where they set the bar for themselves in building a game. I think that showed with the Forza Horizon 5 preview they had. I think people should just take confidence in studio director Gavin Rayburn and the team there that have the same level of focus on doing something amazing with an IP that we know is really important to Xbox fans. So we can't wait uh, to get to show more, but that team is just amazing. He also went in in separate interviews uh, to say, we do still want to do another Killer Instinct thing, but not right now. We need to find the right team. And on the Game Pass side of things, just a little FYI, the cloud version of Game Pass is getting a boost. So if you play the Game Pass on mobile, you should start seeing even better performance than you already do. Phil Spencer's had an, a pretty busy week, Jason. Uh, this section could have been titled uh, Marketing Guy Says Good Things About His Company. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's about what it is. The four, the the Fable thing, I'm like, does a company that does a developer that makes a cool car racing game necessarily make a good RPG? Yeah, but they also I, don't necessarily I, make a bad RPG either. Well, no, no, but I don't, I don't look at one and say the other. Like clearly, you know, if if on the other side, if Square Enix was going to make a, a racing game, would I feel like yeah, that's going to be awesome? Well, Chocobo's racing a was little great. bit. Well, great. I mean, like a real realistic racing game. You know what I mean? No, Ch right. Chocobo racing is realistic. Shut up. Sure. Well, the, the, what the, are you comparing it to? Have you ever raced a chocobo in your real life? Shut up. Yeah, I have, it's actually, real. Many times. It's I real. Play golf. I play so, golf. So, since we're going with Fable right now, the, the problem I see is, well, yes, the company can do a realistic racing game. So, yes, they're invested in graphics. It will look really pretty. But does anybody there understand the IP? Do they understand the history of the story in Fable? And where well, to go I mean, arguably, fans... Fable 3, at least for me, I don't oh. know what your opinions of it are, but Fable 3 fell flat for me. Uh, right. It says here, the chief, the lead designer is, uh, the chief designer of Fable is the level, is a level designer for Grand Theft Auto 5. So, clearly <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be like, sweet. Like, this is going to be the best and, game ever. And the, the quest designer is a guy who previously worked on the Borderlands franchise. So that's kind of in a similar vein. So yeah. But you 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 look at but you look at like uh the new Star Trek movies for instance, where the under the Star Trek TV shows even, where the people in charge of it don't understand the IP. They don't understand what they're working with, so they don't pay homage to what has come before. Gene's and been then, dead for thirty years. Nobody understands it anymore. <laughs> But regardless of that fact, it, it's <laughs> yeah, the, the IPs even are... Gene's son is just like I don't know, whatever. Yeah, yeah regardless it's... of that fact, the, the the IPs are living, breathing things, and and you have to kind of tap into that. And if you don't understand where it's coming from, you get the the manure that's been released now. And so even if it looks pretty, it might not be a good direction to take it. Fable 3 you, disappointed you me to the people. point that I have, like, zero hype for this new Fable. I will watch and, it, and, and there if it you looks go. good, I will pick it up. Yeah, sure. But it's not a day one for me until after I've seen some reviews or anything right, like but, that. But there you go. Obviously, the, the Fable 3 writers and 
creators didn't quite understand where to go with it. Yep, and maybe or it's just it me. It could be I, just I, you. What, yeah, it could be just you. I don't know. You know? <laughs> Let's go see what it is on Metacritic. I don't have, I have no idea. How's <laughs> Fable 3? 80 from critics, 6.6 .6 from users. Uh, and that's on the Xbox 360. It just happened to be the one that I clicked mm -hmm. first. Uh, on the PC, 5.5 from users. So it kind of got worse. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm not the only one. Yay! There you go. So, Cyberpunk you know. tweeted this week. Here's your freaking weekly <laughs> reminder. That's still a thing. Uh, you can. It's now back on the PlayStation Store. Yay! You can play but the game. But is it a game yet? You can play the game, game on yet? PlayStation 4 Pro and PlayStation 5. Additionally, a free next-gen upgrade will be available for all owners of the PS4 version of Cyberpunk 2077 in the second half of 2021. They go on in this tweet to say, Users may continue to experience some performance issues with the PS4 edition, while we continue to improve stability across all platforms. The PS4 Pro and PS5 versions of the game will provide the best experience on PlayStation. Now, they tweeted that as two separate tweets. But in the, like, press release, that second tweet that I just read you, recommending the PS4 Pro or the PS5 as the preferred methods of play, that had an asterisk uh, mm. from the <laughs> initial announcement with an asterisk leading to that. And the best mm. tweet reply I saw to that was, that asterisk is doing some really heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs> An asterisk is thick. Yeah. Uh, T-H-I-C-C. Yeah, it's got guns. That asterisk has got guns. <laughs> I like so. big asterisks, so I cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I if you want to, uh, it's there. This is still one that is sitting in my Steam library waiting for, like, the all clear uh, <laughs> before I, I hop back into it. Last two pieces here, and then we will jump to our Game of the Week segment. Uh, Yod, of course, it wouldn't be a show if Yod didn't find a way to say Mass Effect. So what the <laughs> hell do you want to talk about here? So apparently uh, Netflix is going with a going to be allowed to produce a Mass Effect TV show. Um, I guess it is supposed to be animated. Um, they... Previously, before Mass Effect 3, they did release uh, a Mass Effect animated film which featured uh, one of the characters from Mass Effect 3 in it, and it kind of fell flat. Um, this particular TV series they're looking at apparently does not deal directly with Shepard or her crew from Mass Effect, but deals with something that's happening along the same timeline as the original three Mass Effects. So, I guess it could be good. Maybe. <laughs> you sound a little apprehensive. Uh, yeah, because when you're, once again, when you're dealing with an IP that has a living, breathing fan base that has made so many stories and has invested so much time into it, you have to be very careful with where you go. Like, like with Andromeda. The... <laughs> like with Andromeda, <laughs> like with the the first animated feature they did, they like with they Fable really Three, like Fable Three, like Star Trek stuff, like Dark if Alliance. You don't right, like Dark Alliance. If you don't do it correctly, it's gonna fail miserably. Even if you are looking to do it in a certain way where you're attracting new fans, which you should, you should attract new fans, or else the fandom can't grow. But you can't forget about your existing fans while you're at it. 
because they're going to have something to say about it. And if you're not dealing with Shepard, you got to get them, a, give them a character that they're going to enjoy. Well, about also, that, go ahead. Yeah. You're probably going to go on about that. Go ahead. There's also something in the article about a choose your own adventure thing. I'm not, not exactly any character sure. people enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's some weird feature. I don't know how you adapt that onto a TV series with choosing, you know, where the story's going. Unless you're going to do something like way back in the day with uh, the Jason Todd Robin and Batman where you call in to see if they kill him or not. <laughs> yeah, so that's what that is. What, what, what do you guys think? Uh, I don't care. That, that's the part that <laughs> yeah. seems... Well, yeah, I could be interested in this, but that part about it makes me really wonder how they're going to do it. It says there, the authors are to focus on interactive adventure. So at the beginning, the viewers slash players... We'll choose the gender, appearance, and class of the character. Exactly. And during the story, we have to make many different decisions that will affect the vote? events. Is that is that is it going to be a Twitter? Yeah. That's poll? the first question: How does that go? And the second is, how do you do that? Do, you, do they have like both a male and a female voice actor lined up? And if it's if it's selected male, they go to the woman like, "Sorry, honey, you sorry, you're out, you're out." Yeah, you're well, fired. They, they could just the guy? and that appearance. Like, Twitter go to the animators. No. Like, I know you. Go to the animators. Like, I know you made the guy with brown hair, but we wanted to be blonde instead, or whatever. <laughs> so it's like right. And the class, like that's part that really gets me, like because. You know, a sniper, you know, warrior or soldier character is going to act differently than a right. infiltrator with biotics. So it's like that that completely changes up the entire story. It changes their right. entire it's ability set. Every combat, show. every combat scene. <laughs> yeah. So it's which, like, how do you do that? Which is part of the reason why I'm a little hesitant here. Yeah, like... <laughs> we shall see. Last yeah. one on this. We talked about this on uh, the Relic Grind on Thursday in a lot more detail than we will here. So if you want... Uh, Tarkoth, uh, Yod, or Tarkoth, Yod, Tarkoth, Kronos, or my own opinions on this in depth, you can check it out on the Relic Grind that we just posted this past Thursday. But uh, Jason did want to remind everybody that, hey, look, Final Fantasy IX is getting an animated series. Maybe. I mean, probably, yeah. but maybe. Yeah, well, they said begin production by the end of 2021 or beginning of 22. Didn't say when it's going to be out or how long it's going to be. They're aiming at an eight to thirteen year olds, an animated yeah. series would be eight to thirteen year olds, which would be this would be a game older than them, to use a Torchwick's phrasing, like oh. twice, like two or three times as old. It came out what ninety nine, yeah, it was nine nine ninety nine, I think, for Final Fantasy nine. So twenty two <laughs> years ago, you're going with a twenty two year old video game. It has that kind of cartoony yeah, kind of young. I was gonna player say, I think it's more like, story. It? Like if because if you were gonna market something to try and get younger people into your IP, you certainly aren't taking you know Final Fantasy seven. Very no. there's some very mature stuff in there. Final Fantasy eight arguably got even more mature as far as storylines and and key beats. Nine sure. had some double entendre moments. Uh, but wasn't you can write those out. Well, yeah. the The only thing I'm concerned is like the VV storyline is pretty dark and pretty sad, uh, for, was, particularly for eight and thir eight to thirteen year olds. Isn't he like shunned out of his village or something like that? No, or, he finds out no? he's created. Like, oh, that's he, right. He's that's just right, mass yeah. produced, and he has a stupid short lifespan too. So yeah, yeah I mean that is uh, a bit. But so I can understand why you go with this one. We don't know if it's confirmed yet, by the way. Square Enix hasn't said anything about it. We've just heard that Cyber Group Studios, a Paris, uh, Paris France-based company, is reporting that they're in co-development and co-production with Square Enix to do this series. 
It'll go into production later this year, early next year, and they'll be doing the marketing and the merchandising and, and all that stuff. But Square Enix hasn't said you know anything officially. But it, this is an oddly specific leak if it's fake. I would be stunned if it's fake. Uh, the only thing I would say that I said on Relic Grind, so I'll bring this one point to this show for me, is this is not marketed to us. This is not marketed to the players of Final Fantasy. I'm going to watch it, but I don't expect to enjoy it to like the degree I d enjoyed the Castlevania animated series. Well, because no, it's this not, is right. not This is not playing to that audience. This is playing <laughs> to you know my younger kids who have never played these type these games, and let's get them into the Final Fantasy franchise. I, I think mean, it could be, be good, some, but I don't expect like yeah. huge adult storylines. I expect to enjoy the, this the, the way I do like a. Certain episodes of SpongeBob SquarePants, right? The, uh, the other thing is, are though are, are they aiming it at eight to thirteen year old Western audience or eight to thirteen year old Asian audience? Because there is a difference. French, it's a French studio. It's a French so studio, I so I would assume Western. Western. Yeah, because yeah, th then it's going to be a little simpler and a, a little more younger audience, you know, Western wise for our sensibilities. But like uh, a lot of the animes that are aimed at younger children are really big hits with the older crowd over in the Western, Western audiences because, well, they show their younger viewers a lot more than we do over here. Yep, because we're so... prudes. We're prudes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's slide yeah, over but... and do Games of the Week. All right. I mean, I just think I should just go first. I should just, I, I should just go ahead and get this out of the way. I definitely, right? Yeah, I definitely don't have Mad Martha's vote this week. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> but if you're like me, boom, Mario Golf, uh, Super Rush. That's my game of the week. It's just a blast. Um, I just wish it was a little better done visually in some regards. But other than that, I love it. That is my recommendation for game of the week. We're all going to give you one. You let us know in the comments on YouTube or on readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O, who gave the best recommendation. doesn't have to be a new game. could be something that we played 30 years ago. Whatever. Mine is Mario Golf. Yod. I am actually going the older game route. I am going to say Silent Hill 3. Because that was the one I liked the most out of them, and I wasn't living in a creepy house at the time when I played it. Yeah, the where the floor didn't really connect good. to the walls. <laughs> right, where, where the floor <laughs> didn't connect to the walls. <laughs> but yeah, Silent Hill 3. Jason? Well, you might remember a few months ago, I got the three-pack of uh, Steam games that taught you how to read Japanese characters. I bought those Gala too, based on, on your recommendation, you yes. You bought those, yeah. I don't think you've played them yet. Though, I have but... not. I have not had a chance yeah, to. Well, I've gotten to the second one now, Learn Japanese to Survive Katakana War. So I'm playing that, and I'm... About maybe two thirds of the way through that, learning all my katakana so I can read. Uh, we've actually got the uh, we got the uh, Kingdom Hearts Ultimania book from Japan. And eventually, I'm going to try and read through as much of that as I can. It's mostly it's mostly hiragana and katakana with a little kanji thrown in. So hopefully, I can get through good chunks of that. At Why least. the Kingdom Hearts Ultimania storyline is just it's, you might as well be in Japanese. Oh wait a minute. <laughs> Never. Wait a minute. It is in Japanese, right? Yeah. <laughs> still not. The storyline's still not going to make sense. I've played all the games. I, Matt I, Martha, I, I votes in chat don't count. You got to comment on YouTube or on the site. So, ha. Ha. 
mind your vote in chat doesn't Save count. Ha. No, they count. They totally count. No, they don't count. I don't care who they're voting for. I didn't even look and see who they're voting for. They could be voting for me, and I'm telling them they're totally both voting for Jason. Mm-hmm. They are. <sighs> Whatever. Let us know in the comments who wins. And let us know your <laughs> thoughts on Silent Hill, <laughs> Kojima, Blue Box, and everything else we talked about today. We, of course, will be back next week right here on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio with another episode of Gaming Gumbo. Don't forget to check out our other two shows, Snowbound and The Relic Grind, based on Blizzard and Square Enix, respectively, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, in that order, also at 7 p.m. And take a look down below for all the streamers, including myself and all the other volunteer streamers that stream during the show. No Torchwick after the show today. He is at the beach with his grandparents. So, yeah, there you go. I'm the only one... Not at the beach. Everybody's gone. I just take care of dogs and do yard work. Oh, and do this <laughs> show, which I'll be back next Saturday to do. Until then, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitter. Yod Artworks on Facebook. Right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason. Find me on Twitter at Winter Informal. Streaming at Twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I got to sneeze. Mike Byrne, follow me, Magic Man 1. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O on Twitter. We'll see you next time. Thanks for hanging out. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later.